Go Genius, um, episode seven, titled Identity. Let's start with our affirmations. Worthy, I am enough, I am creative, I am deserving, I am honest, I am trustworthy, I trust myself. I am loved, I am beautiful, I am brilliant, I am a genius. I um, am processing the week that I had ahead. Um, the I've been able to spew content every single um, day um, while I was in a school building. This is me four days in. My it has been very interesting in a good way, very positive uh, experience that I want to add to this episode in terms of identity. You know, one thing that has resonated throughout my adult life that I was told by my dear, dear friends, uh, more than one, but probably that resonates is uh, Bianca telling me that I always knew who I was. And um, that has both helped me, but also helped me grow in education, in what I envision the field of education and the system of education to become. And so, I wanted to lay that foundation as I introduce the topic of identity. Uh, I am a bilingual, multicultural person. Uh, Spanish was my first language. I think in both languages. I read and write in both languages. Although I can say that I need to practice Uh, there's always room for growth. I need to practice my Spanish um, writing, uh, conventional grammar, etc. when it comes to Spanish. So of course, that's something that I would obviously uh, grow from. And I know that that's a, uh, a growth point for me, a growing point for me. Now, These are the things that we need to implement in classrooms. Identity and identity uh, reflection. Reflecting on who you are and who you could be and who you want to be can make you grow, not only academically, but as a human being. And so as I create this uh, segment, I wanted to make sure that I focused on a few things, and as I'm sitting here listening uh, to my own rant, I need to say a couple of things. The first is that education changed my entire perspective and my entire journey. Uh, 
I've met some very interesting uh, individuals who are passionate about the work, are passionate about anti-racist, culturally sustaining pedagogy. And as someone who knows themselves, uh, I've know that the person that I knew is not the person that is standing here or sitting here having this monologue. I grow every single day and I wish all to grow every single day whether that is intellectually, emotionally, uh, healing, being able to know concepts that we would never know, uh, and always knowing that you're not going to know everything, you know? So I'm saying this because throughout my career, I've met some individuals who are beautiful individuals, loving individuals, compassionate um, individuals. And I've also met individuals who have allowed the negative thinking of who the negative thoughts in their head to stop them or uh, made them complacent. And so essentially, we start to grow and understand that One of our biggest enemies is nothing external, but it's oftentimes our own mind. Uh, You know, I sit here as a member of, you know, I'm an Afro-Latina Black woman. I keep saying this as affirming as I can possibly say it, you know, uh, with imposter syndrome, right? I often sit in, in throughout this week, I've sat in these meetings, I've had conversations, very high level intellectual conversations, ones of which I also have in my doctorate program in classrooms with administrators and um, high end um, district level leaders of education. And it's like we all have this passion. And if you continue to see it in others and you continue to hone it and grow it in others, I really truly believe that there'll be a change in education. However, there goes that big however transitional voice. We're not there yet. Right now, there is a new first year teacher not knowing the ins and outs of education, not knowing they're left from their right, honestly, who they are in the classroom. And they then throw in imposter syndrome where they don't even feel like they belong in the classroom. And you have a hard time with that as a person to then teach small children or young, young folks in general. And I say that because oftentimes we feel like we can't say I'm scared. We oftentimes cannot say I'm frustrated. Um, And it's always met with like, don't do that because these are all negative emotions. However, you start to realize that my biggest um, takeaway as I do this transition is that those teachers who are able to 
empathize, have the social and emotional skills, create the better teachers than those who may be uh, intellectually inclined, who know the curriculum, know the material. And I say that because kids, they will always remember that empathetic, truly, genuinely caring teacher over the one that knew everything. And as we develop teachers and teacher education, we have to be able to meet those individuals where they are, extend grace the same way that we extend grace to our children. As teachers, as educators, we extend grace to those individuals. And so what happens is that those first year teachers will quit, will absolutely 100% quit if their administration is not understanding, is not empathetic, is not providing the same tools that we are providing to our students, right? And there's a, a huge difference between an administration that focuses on social and emotional learning for the kids and those who focus on both the teacher and the children. When you start to realize that as a leader and those working in working in leadership roles have to understand come from a place of compassion, a place of empathy, and realize that we're all collectively, sorry, collectively going through something, whether that is health related, whether that is mental health related, whether that is, um, you know, um, just having an experience that isn't the best. We have to come from a level of humanness to connect. And when we provide opportunities to develop those teachers and extend the grace that those teachers need, we then have a um, we then retain the teachers that are passionate about this work. But where a teacher is not loved and does not feel loved and just a quick and these are just minimal things that can happen where it's like i'm going to shoot a quick test text and say hey how are you i'm just checking in want to make sure how you are i have met administrators who are like that i've had um you know academic leadership reach out to me and see how i'm doing those are the moments, and even just a quick letter, um, mail mail in a card to see how you are. Those are the moments that you as an adult don't forget, and you know that those are the moments that children won't forget. So as I talk about, uh, talk about identity, these things all matter because it forms our identity. It informs our uh, who we are to our core. You know, uh, we're human first, then everything else that is very well much um, a contribution, but also uh, a de- um, 
a determiner of, I'm pretty sure, I don't even know if that's a word, that's a footnote, by the way, um, can also determine, basically, it can also determine how we identify. The minute that I open my mouth to have a conversation with anyone, I first come with a place of understanding. You know, there are some messed up mentalities out there of people who have a bunch of hate in their heart. But for the most part, I have met some very genuine, kind, compassionate people in my life, which then provides and informs the way I see the world. Now, that happens in the human condition. It happens everywhere. It especially happens in education because of the space that we, the extent in which we hold um, space in these school buildings and these uh, leadership roles. We start to notice that, you know, being an Afro-Latina, being... um, speaking both languages, um, Spanish and English and um, AAVE and other uh, languages that are not deemed languages to the societal standards um, can well contribute to my identity. But then there are parts of my identity that... Am I kind? Am I soft-spoken? Am I hardworking? Am I a leader? Do I know enough to understand? And these are the things that swirl all over my brain as I transition into this role. And what are the things that I need in terms of videos, uh, reading books. Um, I'm I'm a crazy, 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 crazy reader. Um, and annotating is something I advocate for my children when I taught fourth grade. Annotating is something I've taught throughout my um, career because of the fact that I didn't annotate until I was an adult. And I just felt like I can just receive the information and it'll just happen. As I grew older and as my mind started to expand and explore different concepts, ideas, theories, etc., I started to realize that I can't keep everything inside my head. So memorization is not actually knowledge. Memorization only keeps a certain amount of information in your head. Being able to um, skillfully take notes, skillfully underline, can then create meaning for you to use later on for and to create things. And so as I end this piece of it, I will have a part two on identity because I think that this is a part that is extremely important. I will talk about um, the LGBTQ 
community and how I stand as um as someone who struggles and those who um with the Afro-Latino community, Afro-Latino Latinx community, uh, you know, as a millennial, there's generational differences as well. Being a light-skinned woman also is something that I had a conversation with a few of my uh, sister cousins um, that I, I need to also reveal, unpack, and really learn from those experiences to be able to really step into this role. And for any new year, new year, new year, uh, first year, first year teachers, even secondary um, year teachers, please know that if the first school that you got and accepted and you're teaching with isn't the school that you see your longevity in terms of your career, that's okay. Keep applying to other places, keep applying to other um, venues and stay committed to where you see yourself five, 10 years from now. Because of one experience, you shouldn't want to leave the field. We still need you. We still need you in education, however, in whatever capacity you feel comfortable providing for our students. And especially for areas that have black and brown children who need the um, representation of who you are as a multilingual genius or as a um, black, um, black or brown person. Your experiences matter and can positively contribute to the success of um, children of color. And so that is my quick rant on identity. I will definitely come back to this um, this particular segment um, and this particular um, topic, not this session that is coming, but the following. And I want to make sure that we all know, just kind of take a deep breath. Um, if fear is something that's coming to you, if it's frustration, know that allow your time to pro allow yourself time to process it, and then move on. You have to go through it to get to it. Uh, with that said, be blessed. Stay blessed. Love you all. <laughs>